0: support for The Bittersweet Life comes from Clyde Hill Publishing, partner and publisher for founders, innovators, thinkers, and tinkerers. Clyde Hill works with non-traditional authors to help bring their ideas and lessons to life. Their newest title is I Had No Idea You Were Black by Ronald Crutcher. Whether navigating cancel culture at the University of Richmond, where he serves as president in the heart of the former Confederacy, or teaching Northeast liberals the true meaning of functional diversity, Dr. Crutcher offers lessons on life and leadership that none of us can afford to ignore. To learn more about Clyde Hill's services and books, visit ClydeHillPublishing.com or ClydeHillPub on Twitter. Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell.
1: Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. And to be honest, this episode's probably going to be a little bit longer than our usual bittersweet moments. Just like we did four years ago on the inauguration day of Donald Trump, Today, we bring you our live reactions in the moment to the inauguration of the 46th President Joe Biden. So what you're about to hear are a series of voice memos sent back and forth across the ocean, live in the moment, Tiffany speaking from Rome, Italy, and me speaking from Seattle, Washington. Enjoy.
0: Good morning, Katie. It's January 20th, 2021. I'm sure you're still sleeping because it's only about 530 in the morning for you it is 2 30 in the afternoon where i am and i just watched live trump leave the white house so you know all of the speculation is he going to strap himself to the desk in the oval office luckily it didn't have to come to that but uh he walked out he made a few remarks he got on the helicopter and he left so I guess we can get down to business for the rest of the things that are going to happen today. Trump is about to give his final speech as president. There's like four people there. Well, maybe, maybe four hundred, but still. None of them are wearing masks, by the way. We love you. And I
2: can tell you that from the bottom of my heart, this has been an incredible four years. Uh, we've accomplished so much together. I want to thank all of my family and my friends and my staff and so many other people for being here. I want to thank... Uh,
0: blah, 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 blah. You know what? Let's not listen to this. Today isn't about Trump. I no how... Well, I watched it so you won't have to. He did his little speech. Melania did a little speech, which was way more classy and dignified than Trump's speech. Basically, all he did in his speech was talk about all the amazing things that the Trump administration has done and how, like no other presidential administration has ever come close to doing everything they've done. and And I mean, it's kind of true if you think about it. I mean, in a way, they have done a lot more horrible, horrible things than any other administration has. But what makes me laugh the most, as they, he was walking out after he finished and said, "Have a good life." They started playing YMCA, YMCA. I mean, when is YMCA an appropriate song? It's an appropriate song at the very end of a wedding.
1: Pretty
0: much that's the only time. I mean, maybe at like a graduation party, a school dance. I can't really think of any other situation where YMCA would be appropriate. That was the song that they were blaring as Trump, Melania, and the whole gang walked off shook hands with each other and boarded air force one for the last time and there were soldiers lined up on either side of the i guess red carpety type thing and at one point while ymca was still playing and i think all of the trumps were aboard the soldiers they did something in unison as you know soldiers do in these sort of ceremonial type moments and i kid you not in that moment When I saw them all move together, I thought, I honestly thought they were going to start doing the YMCA dance. Of course, I realized after that, no, that's not what they were doing. But for a second, I I really wouldn't have been surprised. I mean, if I have learned anything from this administration, it's not to allow myself to be surprised by anything. But the good news is that the Bidens are already out of the house for the day. They are uh, on their way to church if not already arrived, to um, participate in mass with bipartisan members of the government. So let's hope this bodes well for a different time, a different type of politics
1: moving forward. Good morning. I'm talking to you in the dark, like really, really dark, actually, because I have blackout curtains. (laughs) It's 6 a.m. here. I did wake up about 20 minutes ago, but I was lying in bed trying not to get up yet. And I kind of wish I had because I only saw the last woman, whoever was at the last in the group of Trump and his family board the plane. And I think that there is something ceremonial about seeing the one administration off and seeing the other come in. I remember so vividly the end of the inauguration last year when last year four years ago when we watched uh the obamas fly off in the helicopter i remember that moment so vividly and in a way after the last four years of trump it would have been nice to at least observe the ceremony of seeing him fly off so i am sorry i missed it and thank you very much for the the reporting And yes, we're getting up early here to uh, watch the rest of the festivities. So I'm going to say goodbye right now and get up out of this bed, go make myself something hot to drink, and I'll check in with you later. I just saw that in a little schedule
0: that they just put up. It says that the inauguration, the swearing in, will start at around 11.15 local time. So that would be, I guess, about 8.15 in the morning for you. And about 5.15 in the evening for me. So I'm going to be watching with Aurelio. He is very excited. He doesn't know maybe why, but he knows he loves Joe Biden. (laughs) My mom says I have brainwashed him. I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, he's super excited that Joe Biden is going to become president today. And uh, and yeah, so we'll definitely be watching from 8.15 on. I just wanted to watch... Like you said, the very end, I wanted to see it officially end. This administration, I wanted to see them off, just to make sure that it actually happened and they're not like still lurking somewhere under a bed inside the White House.
1: Hello again. That's my favorite pirate radio station, Rapbox Radio, on the air this morning, beginning at six a.m. Giving a this morning a kind of a Christmas morning sort of feel. Y'all been broadcasts on the holidays. Uh, our friend of the show, Casey Martin, and his pirate radio station, Rapbox Radio, truly my favorite thing to come about from this pandemic. And it's interesting. I was just thinking as I was looking around for any footage of Trump leaving, and not finding any yet. That there is something anticlimactic to him not wanting to share the stage with Biden, at least for those of us here on the West Coast. It's like we woke up and he's just gone. (laughs) After four long years, he's just uh, gone. So it's interesting. Just an interesting, quiet end to a very loud president.
0: Well... I don't know about you, Katie, but I am watching the sort of first moments of the inauguration as everyone starts to arrive. The Bidens and Kamala Harris and her husband have not arrived yet. But it's it's amazing to think how different the scene was in front of that building just two weeks ago. It's kind of unbelievable. But anyway, it's exciting. Are you nervous at all? I have to admit that part of me is nervous that something's going to happen
1: there. I'm also watching it. I'm actually watching it with no commentary whatsoever, which has been kind of nice. Yeah, and Mike Pence just came out right as President Trump landed in Florida and is about to deboard his plane. So interesting timing there. But Derek wanted me to let you know that today is St. Sebastian's Day, since you live in a Catholic country, which is the patron saint warding off the plague and pestilence. So kind of an interesting saint to have on this day. Am I nervous? Um... Not really. I was more nervous leading into it, I think, looking at just how locked down everything is. I'm feeling better. But yes, I suppose it's a little bit more nerve-wracking than normal. I don't know. I'm sort of in a wait and see and really hope, like I texted you the other day, what I really hope is that it's just a very slow news day. That's the sound of Kamala Harris arriving.
0: Kamala Harris just came out to a huge round of applause and cheers. I'm kind of starting to, um, choke up a little bit. Just, you know, given the fact that this is the very first time a woman is going to be inaugurated as vice president of the United States, it's, it's exciting. I mean, I've, we've known now for months that this was going to happen, but to uh, see her coming out, it's pretty amazing.
2: Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. and Dr. Jill Biden.
0: Did they come. I'm so excited. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's finally here. I never used to care about this kind of thing. Never. Besides Trump's, I never watched an inauguration in my life.
2: What do you think, honey? That
0: really is fainting. That's his fainting
1: sound. Okay, that's moving. (laughs) I'm going to say. Particularly seeing the tears in Joe's eyes and seeing uh, Kamala swallow real deep. Everybody's a little choked up.
0: I'm watching a woman being sworn in as vice president of the United
1: States it's amazing I've been like close to tears this whole thing very moving and incredible you're right
0: is your heart bounding because my heart is bounding, it's bounding. it means it's beating fast here we go
2: Repeat after me: I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. I, Joseph Robinet Biden Jr., do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States, and will to the best of my ability will to the best of my ability preserve protect and defend preserve protect and defend the constitution of the united states constitution of the united states so help you god so help me god congratulations mr you. president <laughs> We are our perfect union. This is a great nation. We are good people. And over the centuries, through storm and strife, in peace and in war, we've come so far. But we still have far to go. <clears throat> to overcome these challenges, to restore the soul and secure the future of America, requires so much more than words requires the most elusive of all things in a democracy unity unity i know speaking of unity can sound to some like a foolish fantasy these days i know the forces that divide us are deep and they are real but i also know they are not new our history has been a constant struggle between the American ideal, that we're all are created equal, and the harsh, ugly reality that racism, nativism, fear, demonization, have long torn us apart. This is our historic moment of crisis and challenge. And unity is the path forward. And we must meet this moment as the united States of America let's start afresh all of us let's begin to listen to one another again hear one another see one another show respect to one another politics doesn't have to be a raging fire destroying everything in its path to all those who did not support us let me say this hear me out as we move forward take a measure of me and my heart if you still disagree so be it that's democracy that's america the right to dissent peaceably yet hear me clearly disagreement must not lead to disunion and i pledge this to you i will be a president for all americans all americans we must end this uncivil war that pits red against blue conservative versus liberal. We can do this if we open our souls instead of hardening our hearts. If we're willing to stand in the other person's shoes, as my mom would say, just for a moment, stand in their shoes. Because here's the thing about life. There's no accounting for what fate will deal you. My fellow Americans, in the work ahead of us, we're gonna need each other. We must set aside politics and finally face this pandemic as one nation. America has been tested and we've come out stronger for it. We will repair our alliances and engage with the world once again. My fellow Americans, I closed the day where I began with the sacred oath before God and all of you I give you my word. I will always level with you. I will defend the Constitution. I'll defend our democracy. I'll defend America, thinking not of power, but of possibilities, not of personal interest, but of public good. And together, we shall write an American story of hope, not fear, of unity, not division, of light, not darkness, a story of decency and dignity, love and healing, greatness and goodness. May this be the story that guides us, the story that inspires us, and the story that tells ages yet to come, that we answer the call of history. We met the moment. Democracy and hope, truth and justice did not die on our watch but thrive. May God bless America and may God protect our troops.
1: Thank you, America. Well, seems like that would be a whole bunch of things that would be hard to not get behind. I'm hoping that much of what he says is what comes to be. And curious, how's Aurelio doing? Has he lost interest yet? Aurelio was pretty interested, uh, surprisingly.
0: We sat and watched basically from the time that the former president started coming out until, let's say about a quarter of the way through Biden's speech, maybe halfway through, uh, he watched all of that. He was very into it, he got out his American flag, he put on his American flag cap. And speaking of, I started thinking as, as I was watching this, as I was listening to the songs and of course watching the speeches, it's a very American thing to be patriotic. Sometimes I don't think Americans, who haven't lived abroad realize how uniquely american it is to be so patriotic most people in the world at least the ones i've come across don't have that same kind of patriotism towards their country but i feel like during the time of trump a lot of us have felt like we couldn't be patriotic we didn't have the desire to be or we were disillusioned or we just didn't feel like our government represented us in that moment and i feel like I got this rush of patriotism watching this and I was like, oh my gosh, I get to feel patriotic again. And I'm not the most patriotic person. <laughs> I mean, I've chosen to live, you know, to leave my country. But um, nevertheless, I felt that come back and I was
1: like, oh, that's that's a nice feeling. Well, that's a fairly interesting observation. So what will you do with the rest of your night now that it's all over?
0: Oh, Katie, it's not all over. It's just beginning. Um, but seriously, right now, I am having dinner, <laughs> actually. Uh, because about a quarter of the way into Biden's speech, I realized it was Aurelio's dinner time. So, made a quick dinner. He's watching a cartoon. I'm still watching the coverage of the inauguration. But I'm going to turn it off soon because i got to get the dishes washed, get my kid to sleep. Life goes on. And I think I'm going to go to bed early tonight. I think I'm going to just turn in early and... Relax, knowing that there is a sane and good
1: person in the White House. What about you? Well, I am going to get to work putting this episode together (laughs) for tomorrow or today, as you're listening to it now, for those of you at home. So perhaps we should leave it there. And until next time, this has been The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. And I'm Tiffany Parks. Join us again.
0: Thanks to Clyde Hill Publishing for supporting this program. Find inspiring and thought-provoking nonfiction with a focus on founders, innovators, thinkers, and tinkerers at ClydeHillPublishing.com or Clyde Hill Pub on Twitter.